Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. Thanks for joining me again this week. I am being joined today by the fierce leopard print wearing Hayley Maxwell. Hayley is amazing. She is a positioning and messaging coach. She's actually based in New Zealand, which I didn't find out until today. I thought she was in the UK. She has like a completely beautiful British accent. Um, and she, But she's actually been in New Zealand for the last few years. She is phenomenal. You're going to love her. She's, as I say, she's a positioning messaging coach. She's also the host of the Fierce Impact podcast, which is a goodie. Go and subscribe to that one. In the show notes for this episode, I'm going to share with you a resource that Haley's given us, which is uh, around how to be wildly unforgettable. So don't forget to head to the show notes um, after you've listened to this one and grab a copy of that. And also you can find out how to reach out to Haley. Haley and I today have this amazing conversation. It's all about how to stand out which is something that we all are craving to do, but we all want to do it without being dicks. <laughs> you know, you all know by now my wonderful sign. I think I mentioned it again in this podcast, the mantra, don't be a dick. And Haley and I go in today to, she's really good at working through this in, in like a framework of a, this kind of do this thing next type of framework for getting super authentic, really looking inward so that you can discover that, like, like I always say, that only USP that you have, which is you, your way of doing things, the way you show up, your values, your purpose, your reason for starting the business that you're starting or that you have started, right? So if if being yourself, being authentically you is really the only USP, the only thing that can't be replicated. So this episode really is the guide to working through the things you need to be thinking about to stand out, to make yourself different, to give clients a reason to put their hand up and say, I need to work with that person. Okay, you're going to love this episode. Let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant, full-fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Welcome to the Heads Together podcast. Hello, hello. Thank you for having me. 
Oh, it's my pleasure for sure. I'm really glad you're here. I've been really looking forward to this because as anyone listening to the podcast knows, positioning is like one of my favorite things to talk about. This is going to be a goodie. So first of all, I would love it if you just share with us a bit about exactly what you do. Yep. So I am yeah, a brand positioning and messaging coach and also do a bit of copywriting as well. But essentially, I predominantly now work with uh, service-based business owners, so um, female coaches, consultants, and sort of creative service providers, really to help them sort of step into, I guess, a fierce version of themselves um, in terms of helping them to really reimagine their business and helping them to sort of clarify what it is that they want to be known for and also to distill that message, you know, the big message that they really want to share with the world. For me, that positioning and messaging piece just go so beautifully together. I refer to them as a bit of a power couple. You have those two things and, you know, it makes so much else within your business, you know, that much easier. So I I basically work with my clients and sort of take them through that that process, coaching them through, you know, all of those things around positioning and and messaging Mm. because people really struggle with that side of, of their business. They do. And this is what I'm really excited for us to dive into today, because I think one of the reasons that people struggle with it is that they don't know how to go inward, how to go really deep inside and and get out from them what it is that makes them different or have the confidence maybe to show up as that real authentic self that is different because I'm always telling to my clients, you know, the only USP we have in our business is our authenticity. That's the only thing that can't be replicated. Everything else can. I should say for anyone li- listening, obviously we don't do a video, but Hayley didn't disappoint me today because she always is known for um, showing up in her leopard print and she has today on, on camera. So I was, I said to her when we first jumped on, I was going to be really disappointed if she t- showed up in some kind of like pastel t-shirt or something. <laughs> Yeah, I'd love to see inside your wardrobe. <laughs> I mean, it's like being on safari. <laughs> yeah. It pretty much is, yeah. I'd say a good 94% of it is probably leopard print, including pyjamas and slippers and, you know, everything else that you can imagine. It's yeah, And I regularly <laughs> get people messaging me with leopard print items, leopard print clothes, and they say, oh, I saw this and, you know, I thought of you. So I'll get messages on Love Instagram and saying, and it immediately made me think of you. So you have just surprised me when we jumped on and shared with me that you are actually calling in from New Zealand and I had thought you're based in the UK. I'm from the UK so yeah yeah, I'm from from Devon in the UK and so all my family are still are still over there um so I came to New Zealand gosh about 17 uh, 16, 17 years ago or so now. Oh, wow. Um, okay. Yeah. On my travels and kind of never, never went back. Wonderful. I'm quite jealous. That's definitely on my um, bucket list of places to visit. So let's dive in then to this kind of this concept of looking within to stand out. Because standing out from the crowd is just kind of a, it's a non-negotiable now, isn't it? We're in such a crowded arena, business arena. 
So where do we start with that? What does it even mean to look inward, to stand out? What I find is that a lot of business owners, solo business owners, find it really hard to um, differentiate themselves, essentially, um, because we all feel like, particularly in crowded markets, that, well, what makes my service different to that service over there or this service over here? I mean, we're all doing broadly the same thing. So, for example, a copywriter, there might be website copywriters. In terms of the deliverables, the deliverables are all the same. Um, and so a lot of people get stuck thinking, well, what makes me different? Because there's nothing unique about my service. And actually, it's really about saying, well, no, it's not so much about your, your service or the deliverable that you're providing. It's actually about you as the business owner, as the service provider, um, what makes you different and your approaches that you bring to the way that you do business. Um, that's what looking inward is. So it's, yeah, about looking inward in order to stand out from the crowd. So looking at what makes you internal different as a person based on you know your perspectives and your unique talents and qualities that you have and that you can bring to to the table so I think what happens is a lot of people get quite nervous and they sort of hide behind what I call a service shield in a way and and what I mean by that is they we're taught to talk about, you know, the benefits of our services, you know, and, and talk about the features of the services or the offers. But actually what we really need to be doing in order to humanize our brand and our business is really talking about, well, yes, that's, those are the benefits. This is the, the transformation that you can get, but this is how I um, can help you through this particular process. This is this is my unique take on the work that I do. And when you work with me, this is what I bring to the, the table. So it's really about drawing out those threads that make us as individuals unique so that we can stand out to our ideal clients um, in, in a stronger, more powerful way. I mean, you saying it, it makes it feel like it should be an easy thing to do. You know, it's like an obvious thing, right? I love what you said about people hiding behind their service or their offer. You know, they'll spend ages coming up with a a really good name for their offer and, you know, a list as long as your arm of the benefits of the offer, etc. Um, but you're right. It is kind of hiding behind that a little bit because the it's it's ne there's nothing new under the sun these days. So the differentiator yeah. is what you bring to it, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. I think that it's it's also from a mindset perspective. People find it really hard to talk about themselves or to, you know, share their talent, promote themselves. And so that's definitely part of it, why we sort of, you know, hide behind the services that we have. It's really about, first of all, 
getting absolutely clear on, you know, your qualities and talents that yeah, you bring to the work that you do, your approaches and your perspectives, because all too often we keep that stuff in our head and we don't necessarily, even though we think we know it because it's it's us and it's inside our head, actually when we come to sit down and talk about, you know, what makes us different um, or why someone should choose us, it's actually a really hard thing to articulate clearly if we haven't sort of done that work in order to clarify it. It's worth taking that time to sort of sit down and do that introspective work, because when you do that and you see it on paper and and you've sort of got it clear in your head about what you are bringing to to your work and to your clients and you know the value that you provide it's really empowering because it's like wow this this is me this is what i bring to my to my business to my brand to my clients and and that is a real confidence boost as well and it gives you this immense sense of conviction um because i always sort of say that you know clarity breeds that conviction and confidence which in turn leads to courage so and and courage is the thing that we need in order to put ourselves out there and so when you bring all those pieces of the puzzle together it just really creates a a more empowering space for you to actually sort of claim your space in in your industry as the, the expert that you are for example your point about that clarity leading to the conviction which leads to the courage mm. is so I could totally relate to that the first time I felt confident enough to put out something I you know really believed in or really thought or my own true authentic opinion was only when I had done a ton of work on actually unearthing what that was. Mm. Because I think as business owners, and especially as aspiring business owners, we spend so much time looking at what other people do, how other people do it, the way other people sound, the words other people use. And if we're not careful, we do end up being this kind of pale imitation, don't we, of of the way other people do things. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I really love this prioritization of, around getting clear on what your own take on something is, your own words, your own way of doing it. Yeah. It's just yeah. vital. So where do we start, Haley? Help us. Where do we start with that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when I work with my clients, I've got kind of a bit of a framework that I take them through in order to help them uncover, you know, some of these, the key questions that they need to ask themselves. Really, it begins with thinking about what your purpose is and I know that that might be a bit of an eye roll moment for some people (laughs) because you know it's (laughs) it's so talked about but actually again it's one of those things that we keep in our heads as opposed to actually getting down on on paper and and really spending the time articulating it you know when I talk about purpose I'm really talking about your purpose beyond paying the bills. So your purpose beyond earning profit for your business. I'm talking about what is the thing within your business that really fills you with that fire to get up there and to 
speak to you know your audience and to share your knowledge and and why do you do that you know what is that driving force behind the work that you do why do you want to spend your days doing the work that you do and so I think we need to really dig deep and think about what it is aside from the money aspect that really lights us up inside um, because that becomes then your your kind of anchor I guess in terms of everything else that you're you're doing within your business you know that when you start to talk to your clients about the work that you do and you know what your purpose is it just fuels things it gives everything that it sort of amplifies everything that you're doing so really asking yourself and getting clear on what your what your purpose is 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 the first stage that I always you know sit down and work with my clients on and then I would look at things like my clients values because again this is something that is inherently unique to you um what are the values that um, you would never, ever compromise in business or in your, your personal life? And on top of that, um, asking yourself, well, what do these values mean to me? But also, what do these values mean for the way that I show up for my clients, for the way that I approach my work as well? That's so important, isn't it? Because I see a lot of business owners who proudly display their values on their website or wherever, you know, um, and actually when you really look closely and dig deep, you know, are they showing up in in alignment with those values? Are those really their values or are those things that they think will look good on their website, for example? Yeah. Um, and yeah. I think you can tell, you can tell when someone really is living their values, really showing up in alignment with them. And that makes such a difference. Just thinking about the purpose thing as well, because it is overused as a phrase, but you made a really good point. Yeah. It's kind of the thing apart from making money. Cause I always think like any business, if you're a, a savvy business owner, any business can make you money. So why this business? How is that in alignment with what you value? And going back to um, that purpose piece, but when you're really firm in your purpose and you're having, you know, a bad day, you know, we all get those bad days as business owners, or maybe you are experiencing a challenging client or something like that. And you're just like, oh, why am I doing this? Then you've always got that purpose to go back to. And you're like, this is why I'm doing it. And, and that gives you the drive to keep to keep moving forwards, to keep going, you know, to keep going on yes. when things are tough. And so it's it's not just about, you know, the the number of clients that you can potentially be working with. It's also saying to yourself, if I can make a difference to just one person with my purpose, you know, through my purpose, then, you know, that makes me really happy. So quite often, I think we are all made to sort of think numbers, 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 numbers. But actually, when you bring it back, and you're you sit within your purpose, if I can make a difference, if I can make an 
impact to one person's life in business, you know, one person by one person, um, and really stand firm in my own purpose. That's a really powerful thing to, to keep you motivated and to keep you going. Oh, I completely agree. And the uncanny thing is, the money follows that. If your purpose is to make that difference and have that impact, the money will take care of itself. When you stand really firm and you believe in your purpose, people can feel that, you know, so your audience, your clients, they can really feel that you care about it, that you're coming from a place of authenticity. Um, so I think, you know, it's really important to yeah, sit down and, and do that deep work to say, you know, why, why does this work mm. actually matter to me? Why does it actually matter to my clients? So we've got to be clear about those things for, for ourselves, but also why it should matter to our clients as well. And then going back to the values, I think, quite often it's really easy for us to think, yep, we need to have our list of values. And so I will quickly hop on to Google and I'll Google, you know, values, different attributes, values, that sort of yeah. thing. But actually, and, and sometimes that can be a good place to start, but sometimes it's really sitting down and thinking through, you know, the way that you operate or the, the boundaries that you have or the relationships that you want to build, what are some of those key key pieces that really you would never want to step over a particular line or that you would always want to make sure that you are demonstrating that to your ideal clients or to your clients as well. And, and, and really, when you're sharing your values, it's really about yeah, as I said earlier, not just saying why it's important to you, but actually how do, how do the values that you uphold, how do they make a difference to your clients when you work with, with them and the approach that you take? So, and really articulating that because that is a, a piece that is going to be incredibly attractive and interesting and meaningful to your ideal clients that you're looking to to potentially work with if they can feel that there's an alignment there in terms of their values and your values then that's a really big piece of um, the picture in terms of separating you from the the crowd yeah absolutely and it's also important in terms of repelling those clients who aren't right for you, who aren't going to be a good fit because their values aren't aligned with yours. Completely, yeah. Yep. So the next one is around your position. So yeah, this is the the positioning piece. And so <laughs> what I encourage people to to think about is really, you know, how how do they want to be perceived by their ideal clients, by their their audience? What do they want to be known for? And a lot of people think, oh, that's a bit of an obvious question. What do I want to be known for? Well, it's what I do. You know, it's, you know, I want to be known as a copywriter. But it's actually not, not about that. It's about, you know, really thinking about what is the message that I want to be known for as well? And, you know, how do I really want to be perceived? Because essentially, when it comes to your brand, and you know, your your reputation, um, it's really that we can either leave, leave the perceptions of us to chance, 
or we can try to cultivate them to the best of our ability. And so that means really being intentional and, and thinking about well, how, how do I want to be perceived, you know, out there in, you know, the big wide internet world or, or you know, when I'm engaging with my audience or clients, you know, what do I want them to, to think of me? And, and when we know how we want to be thought of, it means that we can begin to sort of work backwards. So we're essentially trying to carve out that unique space in our ideal clients' minds. And, and so by understanding the position that we want to hold in that our ideal clients minds we're then able to sort of better work backwards so that everything that we do within our business is is in greater alignment with um, that perception that we're trying to create so if you were trying to if you say that, well, I want to create a, a premium brand with a high-end experience and, you know, I want to be regarded as the, the best in, in the business for this particular offering, then you know that there are certain things that you are potentially going to have to do in order to begin to carve out that experience for your ideal clients or for your your audience. And so you're beginning to sort of work backwards. And so that might be, okay, so every touch point, I need to make sure I'm using this particular type of language, or I'm using this particular tone, or, you know, I need to think about how my pricing reflects the positioning that I've, I've got. And, and so you can see that you know, if you know, clearly how you want to be regarded, then you can begin to sort of carve out that unique spot in your your ideal clients minds essentially one of the really important things in that positioning piece mm. is understanding yeah. that ideal client isn't it because you can't position yourselves for them in any way shape or form until you really understand exactly. them deeply and can anticipate what it is they want how they want to perceive someone that they are going to want to invest exactly. with or, or not you know it, it's that really understanding who your ideal clients are I think in this yeah in this position absolutely you've got to be really clear on who you are actually wanting to to work with and so and obviously that that requires that sort of internal reflection work as well because you know you've you've got to be really clear on it because not only is it important for your your messaging piece and the positioning piece but you know otherwise what happens is you know you end up trying to speak to everyone and you know your positioning really needs to reflect the the type of client that you're really wanting to to draw into your business as well and so you know if if you're not mindful of that then you can end up positioning your brand in one way but having an audience that you know is misaligned to that particular positioning piece for example so you know you, you've really got to think about these things while we're talking about sort of looking looking within and and figuring out what it is that you're wanting for for your business and how you're wanting to sort of stand out you also do need to think about some of those external factors like your ideal client and and who you really want to work with so that you're able to then get laser focused on you know really speaking to those those particular those particular people yeah that yeah. makes complete sense 
And then what's the next kind of part of the framework? Because I love that you have this framework that you take people through because it feels like a really nice journey of of how to actually do this. Because sometimes I think, you know, we have these concepts. So, you know, how to stand out or whatever it is. But we're too surface level. We don't actually say to people, you know, that this is how you do it. Yeah. Get really clear on this. Acknowledge that. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you're right. It it definitely is a journey and and it's not something that happens, you know, really fast, but we have to sort of start that process. And I think the other part of it is that often what happens is, We get into business, we get our business up and running and we focus on, you know, doing the the day to day. You know, we want to get the clients in the door because we need to obviously pay the bills. And before we know it, a few years have passed and we're, we're still sort of in that go, 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 go phase. And, and we've not taken that or been able to take that time because we've been so much doing the do um, we've not been able to take that time and headspace um, that we need in order to do this deeper level work that really sets you up to to elevate your your brand and your business to that that next level and so you know that's why I say you know it's it's not something that's going to to sort of happen overnight it does take sort of deep work and it's definitely that journey and I really like how you talked about it being a, a journey because it absolutely it absolutely is it's almost like a bit of a self-discovery process to, to draw all these threads out of you so that you can get clear on you know yeah. how you are different to everyone else in your field and it's also it also means that you don't have to go you know down an Instagram rabbit hole for example looking for what everyone else in your industry is doing or saying because actually you've just you have blocked out the external factors right. and you are sitting sitting in almost that discomfort because it is it is uncomfortable sometimes you know doing this this work mm. and asking yourself what do I really want mm. my business and my brand to be and and actually who am I and what do I bring to that table in terms of the next step um, it's really around perspectives and so that is really digging into you know what you stand for so you know if you are climbing up a a hill and you've got a flag what is it that you really want to wave your fierce flag and and sort of say you know what do you stand for what do you stand against what do you really believe in and so that can be things that happen within your industry that maybe you've got a specific take on Um, or it can be things that you you know, experience with your clients on a regular basis that maybe break your heart, um, you know, or maybe that make you a little bit frustrated or so. So think about some of those things that, you know, you, you sit there and you're sort of like, okay, you know, I, I really don't like the way that our industry talks about this, or, you know, I, I really feel like, you know, this is something that I need to be talking about more because, when we share our beliefs and our perspectives about the work that we do and about our industry and, and those sorts of things, then it enables our 
audience and our ideal clients to really get a sense of, you know, who we are and, and what we're fighting for and, you know, what we strongly believe in and, and what, what we stand for, essentially. And, and again, that's a really important piece mm. when it comes to the, the connection factor as well. And so I'm not talking about um, a lot of people sort of talk about the fact that you know to stand out you've got to be polarizing and and I don't necessarily agree with that I think that it's not good to be polarizing for polarizing sake so I think it's really about again (laughs) digging inside and and really sitting and and thinking about all of those things that you know, make you really grumpy about your industry or that you'd love to improve or your specific takes on things, but not not just to be polarizing for, for the sake of it. Mm. And of course, if you genuinely hold a really um, controversial, polarizing view on something, then being brave mm. enough to make a stand for that. But like yeah. you say, let it be authentic. You know, don't, tr- don't sit there racking your brains thinking, hmm, what can I be polarizing about in this next post? <laughs> Cause it's just like, it just doesn't land well. <laughs> It's got to be something that you can feel like you can easily talk about, you know, that actually when you talk about it, you can feel that fire inside you because you're wanting to make some kind of change, some kind of improvement, some kind of impact, or you're wanting people to be aware of something. When it comes from you and it is authentic, you can feel that inside and also you know, your your audience can as well. They can feel 100%. that fire inside you. <laughs> An example of it is, so for me, I am super passionate about mm. this concept of rewilding your business and really kind of stripping away the stuff that you don't need or that doesn't belong there so that the stuff that does belong in your business can thrive. So simplifying things, that is something that I would, that's what I would wave my flag on at the top of that hill. And the thing is, once you're clear about the topics that you really want to be known for, that you really believe in, it's easy to keep talking about them yeah, because it's what you really think. And I think that's where some people, um, that disingenuous, okay, I'm going to take a very controversial view on this. And they'll put out a really kind of spiky, Mm. controversial post. But then there's no kind of thread of that through their business. It's kind of just something that they've done to get that, get those likes and comments up. Um, And it doesn't wash, does it now? I think we're a bit all, we're all a bit too smart and sophisticated online now to to fall for anything exactly and it's, it's, it's sometimes what you see is yeah. um, people yeah. sort of jumping on to mm. sort of piggybacking on to trends so you'll see a wave of a particular opinion or a particular yes. perspective you know coming through social media and a lot of people will piggyback on that but they've not necessarily really done that that work to understand their own perspectives on it. And, and then what you end up seeing is everyone saying the same yeah. thing again, you know, it's, uh, and again, what happens is then that may, means that you sort of blend yeah. in because totally. everyone's saying exactly the same thing. And I think that, and I'm forgetting who it is. Um, I think it was Marty New, mm-hmm. Newmeyer, Newmeyer. Um, he's got 
Yep, that's the one, Newmeyer. Newmeyer. Um, the yeah. book Zag, which is a fantastic book. And he really talks about the fact that, you know, our main competition is, is clutter. And, you know, so it's not other competition, it's actually the clutter. And so actually taking that time to really think about your own perspectives is what will help you to sort of cut through some of that, that mm. clutter and being really, mindful and thoughtful when you are sharing those perspectives as well so that yeah it is really deeply rooted in in what you believe and and standing strong in that so yeah the next one would be prowess and so when I talk about your prowess this is really your um your your unique sort of qualities and talents that you bring to the table. So this is your experience and your knowledge um, that you have within you. And so a lot of people think, well, immediately, well, you know, I've, I've, been doing this for however many years so that that's my experience but actually what about if we looked further back than that so what about if we really looked into our our past and looked at all the different types of jobs that we've had for example um whether it was a job when you were you know in in your teenage years or whether it's a job when you were you know 20s, 30s, and then maybe you've changed to what you're doing now. There are always things from each of those roles that you bring to, to what you do today that have influenced the way that you work, that have influenced the way that you um, build those connections with people or, you know, have influenced your particular approach or strategies. And so it's really about thinking about maybe some of those roles, um, thinking about um, the experiences that you've had. So it could be life experiences as well. What experiences have you been through that have actually shaped who you are as a person? Because you can't separate who you are as a person from um, your your business when you are a solo business owner when you are essentially the face of your business you know you carry all of these things within you those personal experiences as well life experiences and they really shape your approach to yeah how you you know liaise with people how you you know work with with people as well and the approaches that you take so thinking about those those elements of your life and also things like thinking about maybe what hobbies or interests that you have that actually have some sort of influence again on the way that you work. Um, because even though we might not necessarily think about some of those, you know, hobbies or interests as being something that actually directly affects our work, they, they can do. So for example, I love photography. Um, and I did actually at one point have a photography kind of side little side business um but you know from the perspective of photography what that brings to me and and the work that I do is you know I come at my work very much from you know a, a whole communication perspective so when I'm talking about messaging and positioning mm -hmm. um 
visuals so not just you know your brand identity but photography plays a really big part in you know a person's brand and so making sure that you're using your images for example to amplify your your message and to help you communicate your messages that's um, a really big part of that overall sort of puzzle and so I have developed that that knowledge, that awareness, because of not just my work in communication and my study in communication, but also because of being a photographer as well, you know, and and bringing that that lens, if you like, um, you know, to my to my work and the way that I approach positioning and messaging as as a whole. So it's thinking about things things like that. So it could be. Right you play a musical instrument and what has that taught you, you know, that you've, you know, practice, 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 or, you know, it could be that you've done, you know, ultra marathons or what has that taught you? Maybe it uh, resilience, that huge resilience and strength within you to keep going. So it's, it's Mm. thinking about some of those outside of the box things within us that, you know, actually we might not think about that actually really influence the way that we do our work or that we, the way that we see the world. Yeah. Yeah, and and it's more of the things that make us different. The more exactly. of the things that make us stand out, isn't it? It's and that I think that one for me really resonates mm. with that going deeper inside to bring yeah. out what it is that stands yeah. us that makes us stand out. And I love that thought of not just not just thinking about what we do right now. The 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 service we sell right now but what are all the skills and talents and experiences that we've had going right back to childhood that make us who we are um for example when I was young so my mum passed away when I was very very young so I was 10 and one of the things that I know that that has given me Mm. is this immense sense of empathy for other people and that has been a huge part of the way that I work with people is my ability to um, be empathetic about the the situation that they are in, the challenges that they're facing, um, and to really listen to and tune into that side of them. And, and so for me, that makes me different. It's not necessarily something I, I you know, share all the time, yeah. but it's, it's had a major impact on, you know, the way that I hold space for my clients and also the way that I hold space for my clients' clients. Yeah. So I'm always wanting to protect their their clients' journey. So the user experience of, of my clients' clients, I'm always wanting to make sure that that they are having a good experience as well, that my clients are thinking about you know, certain things relating to to the way that they work with their clients as well. So those are just some of the things and it, you know, doesn't necessarily need to be like my story. But, you know, it's just some of those things actually we carry with us that really do impact the way that we that we work and the way that we do things. Honestly, Hayley, I think that's just such a great example. I love examples like that, because so it's so easy for us on podcasts on things like this for us to come mm. to talk surface level about our um, way of working our 
of offers, services, etc. But I think that example you just gave is such a, a good example mm. of bringing to life what you mean when you say going back, digging deeper, and really almost bringing to the front of your mind the, the skills that you've got. So for you, it's that empathy. And then you took that one step further and said, and because of that, I've got this eye on yeah. my clients' clients. I'm aware of their journey of working with my clients. Straight away for me, that yeah. makes you stand out. Just that awareness of, you know, this isn't necessarily just a relationship between yeah. you and your client. It's having that empathy that you that sets you apart that gives you the ability to look yeah, to absolutely. their clients, clients yeah i know it gets a bit confusing Your doesn't clients, it clients 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 Ooh, clients clients, clients, clients. <laughs> i'm just gonna say clients a few more times <laughs> absolutely uh, and i think yeah we've we've all got these these various stories within us within us that actually yeah when we take that time to to sit down and and to allow us ourselves to have that that space as well to really just begin to let things things flow and to write things down then you know we can really start to pick up on well, why do I do things a particular way you know what where did that come from and actually begin to understand it and unravel it and then we can start sort of pulling these little threads little threads out of us mm. so yeah <laughs> yeah I love that love it and then finally, so that the last one is really around your your personality. You know, who are you as a person? And so really, you know, sitting down and, and asking yourself that that question and, and understanding yourself and you know what your qualities are. Um, and, and even and if you struggle with this, you can ask your family members, you can ask friends, you know, what would you say my core personality traits are how how does that show up you know so when I am with you you know what are some of the things that I do that make you feel like that is a personality trait of mine and also thinking about some of those those strengths as well that we we have so what are our strengths in terms of our our personality mm. um, and also thinking about how we then, you know, have, so also thinking about what our personality is from a, a client perspective. So even asking some of our favorite clients, you know, the ones that we really want to clone, you know, what, what was it when you worked with me? What was it that you enjoyed about working with me? You know, what would you say my personality strengths are, my personality traits are? And actually asking yeah. them and saying, you know, how did that make you feel? And, and sort of being brave enough to have those conversations with our clients can be really revealing as well about the way that they've enjoyed working with us or the way that we actually work that, you know, we don't often think about. And, and it can be a bit daunting doing it at first, but I would say pick a client that maybe you've developed a really good relationship with that you would definitely love to have more of those clients and, and just say, hey, look, can I just have a 10-minute conversation? I'm, mm -hmm. I'm doing some some work on my, my business, my brand and developing um, the way that I talk about, you know, who I am and what I do. And I'd just really love to get your perspective on, you know, what 
what was it about me that you were attracted to from a personality perspective? And also, you know, what strengths and, and parts of my personality did you really most enjoy um, while we were working together? So so doing those mm. things, that they're, they're really simple things, but we don't necessarily stop and have time in our busy day to actually sit down and go, oh, I'm going to write a list of my personality, you know, traits. <laughs> You know, I know it sounds a bit like, oh, well, I don't really know to do that. I know what my personality is. But actually, you know, asking yourself why and and then taking it that one step further and saying, well, what benefit is this to my clients or to the people that I'm trying to attract? And so always, again, then asking yourself, what is the benefit of this to my ideal client you know why why does this mean that they should choose me Mm. because essentially when we are trying to position ourselves to sort of stand out from the crowd it is about getting chosen Um, it's about making sure that we get noticed um, and then it's about making sure we are remembered and then it's really about, you know, positioning ourselves in that way so that we are really sticky in our ideal clients' minds so that when they are at a point when they need the help yep. that we provide, that we pop up in their head and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, Haley, Haley does that or Jill does that or, you know, and, and so we're there immediately. And that mm. really increases our chances of getting chosen. Yeah, absolutely right. As you're saying that, I was just thinking, I have one of those personalities that I'm not very good at hiding anything about my personality. I'm an oversharer. I'm a total, like, <laughs> uh, what you see is what you get kind of person. And Dave, my partner, came into my office the other day and said, I can't believe you still have that sign. So I'm pointing to it for anyone just listening. I have a sign over my <laughs> shoulder that says, don't be a dick. That's one of my amazing clients got for me. And he's like, you can't have that on there when you're speaking to prospective clients, surely, or, you know, or people that you're um, interviewing, for example. And I said, well, here's the thing. I really can. Because anyone who doesn't think that's funny isn't going to like working with me then, you know, I'm not the right person for them. And that's okay. That's okay. You know, our personalities don't have to be a match for everyone. They only have to be a match for the people that we want to work with. Exactly. And when you're showing your personality and, you know, you're, you're leaning into your personality more again, you know, that's, that's going to either attract people to you or it's going to repel people to you. And, and that's exactly what we're wanting to do. So we're not wanting to, we're wanting to stand out, but we're wanting to stand out to the kind of people that we would really love to work with. And that means that they have also got to be a person personality match for us as well because there's no point in being say you're the most sweary person in the world and you know you're very bold and you know all of those sorts of things if if that really intimidates someone but and and you're sort of like you're playing it down then it's going to be if you if you end up working with that person who kind of feels quite nervous or shy or intimidated by that and you've played it down it's going to be really hard for you to do your best work because you're going to feel like you're you know you've caged yourself in so it's a case yeah. of le- really leaning into your personality and you can 
you can be mindful of what elements that you want to share about your, you know, about your personality, you know, your personality traits, if, if and depending on, you know, what your business is, and that sort of thing, you know, so you don't have to necessarily let all of your personality completely flop out if you don't want to. But if you want to, then go for it. And people will either be attracted to it or not. And and that's absolutely fine. You know, we're not, I think I talk about this thing called sort of the corporate hangover, where, you know, a lot of us who are in the corporate world, um, before starting our own businesses, were very much, you know, straight laced, and you have to be formal. And, you know, there's a certain way that the company does things, and you have to follow that. And you've got to be like this with clients. Well, you know, the times have changed as well, particularly when you are your own business and you're the face of the business. Actually, people really want to get a sense of who you are and whether they think they could vibe with you. Because we're not necessarily looking for, yeah. well, what we're looking for is is someone who we think that we could get on with, that could guide us through whatever it is that we're help, needing help for. Um, and you know, particularly with things like coaching or those kind of more intensive one-to-one work, then actually we want to know that that time we're spending Mm. with that person, we're actually going to feel really comfortable working with them and we're going to feel connected to them. Um, And so if you're not letting your personality shine, if you're not letting your value shine or your perspective shine, then you're not allowing people to see who you really are. And that makes it really hard for other people to make a decision about whether you would be a right fit for them. And so that's why we've got to be, as you talk about, be really authentic in terms of the way that we come across in order to to stand out, because that's the way that we can begin to attract more of those awesome clients that we all really want to have. Yeah. Uh, And isn't that Mm. is, I feel like that's the essence is the answer to the whole question that we've been talking about today is if you want to stand out, Mm. be the most you that you can possibly be, right? That's kind of the answer. It's no more complex or difficult than that. It's just finding that the courage to be the most you. Yeah, it is about courage. Yeah. Oh, such an interesting conversation. Honestly, I could talk to you all day about this because this is one of my favorite topics. I think it is the Mm. key thing that people struggle with in their business. And often because it's something they're struggling with, they will turn their attention to other stuff, busy themselves with other stuff creating a new offer, um, creating a new marketing strategy, setting up a new um, social media platform, you know. And all of those things are well and good, but they're kind of papering over the cracks if you haven't done this foundational work of how you can make yourself stand out in in such a busy arena. Hayley, it's been so helpful to talk to you. So anyone listening who would like to find out more about how they could maybe work with you or find out more about what you do, where can they So um, my website is hayleymaxwell.com and probably my 
platform of choice is Instagram. So I'm at the Hayley Maxwell. Um, so those are my two main places where I sort of hang out and you can find all the, the details about me. So come and stalk me <laughs> in a nice way, of course. <laughs> oh yeah have a good stalk I'll pop the um yeah <laughs> yeah in a nice not a really really scary stalk away please <laughs> I'll pop the links in the show notes of course what have you got coming up on the horizon with your business anything exciting going on that we should share with people well, you're you're in the UK, but I'm in in November. I'm um, heading over to Australia, and I'm speaking at an event in in Australia. So I'm very excited about that, and that's all about sort of positioning and messaging, and Ooh, nice. just 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 really at the moment, just in a phase of my business where I'm really enjoying sort of working with you know the clients that I'm working with, and just really helping them with with this kind of work because I. I just believe it. Yeah, I love that. And let's do this again at some point. Thank you. Yeah. Bye for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.